We've done some crazy stuff. Like it hasn't been released yet, but we collaborated with Toyota to where they gutted an Airstream trailer and turned it into a mobile recording studio. We've done some artwork for a couple of hotels that were some epoxy work with backlit LED lights. We've done oh, some sculptures, sick. some decorative mirrors out of massive crosscuts that we've done for a couple of famous musicians, stuff like that. But majority, I would say, are conference room tables, dining tables. We've done decorative walls. You name it, man. If they got the budget and I think it's cool and it's going to be fun to make, I'll make it. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Doc Wright. Doc is the founder and master craftsman at the Wright Edge, a custom furniture maker that creates massive, 100% handmade live edge tables and artwork for hotels, businesses, and anyone looking for a distinctive statement piece for their home. Welcome, Doc. That's incredible. Thanks for having me on, man. It's good to meet you. Oh, it's good to meet you as well, my friend. That's great. Like, how did you get into that? How did you start? Is that something, was that your skill from day one? No, I call it more stupidity than anything. I was a geologist <laughs> in the oil industry and just yeah. picked it up as a side hobby. And then two and a half months later, I quit my job to go full time. Wow. So you side hobby, like you're just making them and selling them online to specific customers. They got really busy and then you started doing a mass production. Wasn't even selling them online or anything. Just rebuilt a neighbor's patio on an off week from work and then had a buddy who wanted a bench. So I made a bench, then I made his coffee table, a few other small pieces. And then an interior designer found me wanting me to bid on some conference tables. So I did. Amazing. And much to my surprise, I landed it, quit my job, and went full-time. It was not planned. That's incredible. That's incredible. I love live-edge tables. I'm always curious how not to divulge any secrets or anything, but i just wondering what kind of wood do you use? And then are you using machinery? But it says handmade, right? So those are pretty big pieces. So do you have to put them together, smaller pieces? to make it a big piece? Like, how does it work? So I import from, I import a lot from Costa Rica, Thailand, Vietnam. I have a stack of wood right now from Bali, Indonesia. I get hit up from people to buy wood at least a couple times a week. Then I have some domestic sources out in California, one up in Oregon. Um, now with the size of stuff I developed a reputation for, I don't, I rarely have to glue anything up. Wow. So they're solid pieces. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then uh, you in terms show of us right now, I actually have my forklift repair guy out in the shop right now, fixing okay. my forklift. <laughs> no, <stuff>. problem. <laughs> no problem. My friend. No, the only okay, one I can you show saying? you right now is like this guy. I got, had my eye on it. Wow. That is a yeah, very distinct item. Yeah. It's uh, the sound wave stuff is done by a really good friend of mine, Aaron Harris. And I wanted something for my new showroom. So we collab together. So it's my slab and then his sound wave work. Beautiful. Do you get orders for those? 
He does a lot. He's done stuff. I think he just did stuff for, uh, I'm going to blank. It's some famous band from like the eighties. And then he's done Wow. the Depeche Mode, a nice. few others. So that's his game. And uh, we get to collab on occasion. So you're saying other pieces of art. So this will fall under artwork. Yes. Correct. Okay. What are other ideas that you do for artwork for people? Do you, can you share some, can you paint a picture for us to understand? We yeah, we've done some artwork for a couple of hotels that were some epoxy work with backlit LED lights. We've done oh, some sculptures, sick. some decorative mirrors out of massive crosscuts that we've done for a couple of famous musicians, stuff like that. But majority, I would say, are conference room tables, dining tables. Yeah, we've done decorative walls. You name it, man. If they got the budget and I think it's cool and it's going to be fun to make, I'll make it. Oh, nice. And do you actually make for anywhere in the world? Yep. We can ship internationally. We have stuff down in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. And the client, I'm actually sending a conference room table up to Manhattan next week. We're also bidding on a job for one of his houses over in Ireland. Well, you know what? You yeah, sound like you're very passionate about this, eh? Like you're like, you love what you do. 80% of the time. <laughs> yeah. It's what are the know, 20, being, what are the twenty percent? Being in the shop is easy for me. Like the woodworking yeah. side is yeah. simple to me. It's the yeah. front end of the business that is difficult that I struggle with. Understood. Front end meeting customer service, dealing with orders and that kind of stuff. Yeah, just going back and forth with your architecture firms, interior design firms, clients. So it's I'd rather just be in the shop and be left alone, headphones in, doing my thing. But then you get yeah. kind of sidetracked and pulled back into the business. So it's just hard at times to keep going back and forth. Can you share one of the most unique creations that you have put together? Man, we've done some crazy stuff. Like yeah. it hasn't been released yet, but we collaborated with Toyota to where they gutted an Airstream trailer and turned it into a mobile recording studio. And we had seven pieces inside that. That was pretty cool. And then Black Rifle Coffee, you can YouTube this. It's crazy. They took a Tesla X, you know, the one with the wings that come out. Yeah. And yeah. they had two sliding oh. machine guns that come out the side. And then they had an espresso bar in the truck and I made the espresso bar. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, and this is all crazy available on your website? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, so what's the website? TheRightEdge.com. Doc, where are you taking this? What, are you, what is your vision for the next couple of years? What are you thinking? Share with us, man. We love this stuff. We love the entrepreneur spirit that you have in you. Putting this oh, together oh. is very unique. Is, 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 I love this kind of stuff. I love this kind of creation, right? So I just want to pick your brain and understand where you want to take this. I don't want to ever mass produce. There's enough companies out there doing that. And it takes away a little bit from the artistry. So I want to focus more on the artistic side and really pushing the artist avenue rather than the mass production. We're just going to fabricate, fabricate. I want to do more individual unique pieces. Like, because at the end of the day, I want to make as few pieces as possible for the most amount of money. And do you have an ability for anyone in the audience to present an idea for you to make 
for someone where they could they could bring them in as a collaboration or something just to make it like interesting make it like a contest or something have you thought of that kind of avenue yes it's just about finding the right artist to, to where we both benefit each other and push each other up yeah. versus mm. you have somebody at my status with my clientele and you have an up and comer and it's like we're not really vibing on the same level so it's yeah, got to be a mutual um, yeah it's got to be a mutual collaboration not just piggybacking because i don't want to piggyback on somebody yeah. else's name either yeah of course no i was thinking like more in terms of coming up with a very creative idea as a contest i'm just thinking in your shoes to make it something to make it more exciting for people or just thinking outside the box but if there was like a contest where artists and people can come up with unique ideas and the winner gets one i don't know i'm just thinking outside out of of what you do but could make things yeah. interesting i don't know yeah, it definitely could. I would suggest scrolling through my Instagram or my website to see the size of stuff that I work with, because it's not. A, I think the smallest piece of wood I have right now is probably a six foot round. So, oh, that's big. yeah. So on the back of all my business T-shirts and on my big thirty foot banner in the shop, it says "We play with big wood." So. I don't touch anything small. <laughs> wow. What about the thickness of the actual piece? Like how thick have you gone? I order and purchase everything at a minimum of three inches thick. That way, by the time I get done flattening the top and bottom, it's always going to be a minimum of two inches thick. Minimum. But have you done something bigger than that? Oh, yeah. I think the largest single piece was a 39-foot double waterfall edge table. Wow. 39 feet. Yes, sir. How do you even, that's, you need a crane for that, right? Like you need to move it with some machinery. You can't carry that. Once I'm done with the piece, I don't ever touch it. It's all outsourced by white glove moving companies and shipping companies. Like I have a shipping company this afternoon coming to pick up at a pretty sweet desk that's going to be shipped to Seattle. So once Amazing. it's done, I don't touch it again. That's so cool, man. This <laughs> is incredible. Yeah, like thanks. This is, Appreciate it. Yeah, this is so cool. So, what do you do for? Do you do anything for your mindset? Like, how do you keep on point with delivery dates and making sure the product comes out the way the customer wants it? Right, like you're actually making a custom piece. Anything you're off by anything, size, the texture, the design, it could cause an issue. So, how do you deal with that? You have to be obsessed. You sorry? You have to be obsessed almost to an unhealthy yeah. level. And yeah. I refuse to send anything out that is not to my standard. And at times that awesome. means stopping and, hey, we're redoing that. Like when I have employees in the shop and nope, start over, start sanding again. It's not good enough. Because with our clients and their profile, their status, they're paying a lot of money for a functional piece of art. It has to be perfect. Yeah, it has to be. So it do you have be. some sort of a guarantee in place as well? Yeah, my reputation. Okay. And that's how we get a lot of the clients that we get is because of that reputation. Our clients understand there's, it hasn't happened often. I've only ever missed in six years of business. I've only ever missed one delivery date. 
And it was because I just didn't like how some of the epoxy looked in this one specific area. So I called the client. I was like, hey, man, I'm not happy with it, which means I know you're not going to be happy with it. I need to push delivery back by a week. He was like, hey, it's got to be up to your standards, man. I trust you. So next week is just fine. Oh, awesome. Is there a product in any movies that we know? I don't think so. Maybe it is. You don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, some no, pieces. There's some pieces, though, that I know they're in high profile areas and it wouldn't surprise me. I just don't know about it yet. Yeah, because it feels really good because we manufacture machine made rugs and broadloom. So we do hotels, catering companies, commercial, private as well. And you walk into some place and you just see it and you say, oh my God, that is my product. That is my, the feel is next level that when you see it and you must have, have you been in that kind of situation where you went somewhere on vacation or when they said, oh man, this, what is this doing here? I haven't personally, just cause I know where everything goes, but one yeah. of the really, what a couple of cool stories was I have two pieces down at the Ritz Carlton in St. Thomas and some friends that I went to college with. We're vacationing down there and my buddy, John Carraway walked by and was like, I know that logo. And so he got some pictures of the benches and texted it to me. He's like, dude, these are yours. That's you. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so amazing, doc. So what about your craftsmanship, right? Are you handing that over to anyone as you like in the future for the plan, you know, you're going to do it until you can, but. Are you going to, are you planning on bringing more skilled people into this and increasing your sales? The answer is I yes. See, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I see this exploding because if more people find out about this, it's that uniqueness, right? That distinction, that craftsmanship, the artwork, there's so many ideas someone could play around with and create something very unique. The answer is yes. Unfortunately, I just haven't found that person. I've had two people in the shop with me that came with experience and some knowledge. And unfortunately, they just, it didn't click. And that's not on them. I'm not the best teacher because to me, like I said, that's easy. And so trying to explain something that you've never been taught, you've had zero formal training on, you just know how to do it. How to teach that to somebody I've come to find out is extremely difficult. So in order mm -hmm. to do that, I just have to find the right person. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Having that growth mindset is important, especially when you have something so unique, Doc. That's great. And I'm sure you'll find so the more you're out there, the more you're doing these podcast interviews, because <clears throat> this is a phenomenal way to get the message out. The people that would want something like this would be, a, I feel, would be a podcast listener for sure. So this is a great medium to, to expand your message. Can you share with us what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in life? Stubbornness. Ah. I gotta make it happen. I hear from a lot of just people in general, and especially like young entrepreneurs, when you decide to just take a left-hand turn and go down a path that not many have walked, you're going to get a lot of doubt from friends, from family. And the mm. ability just to not listen to the noise and just, this is the, this is my path. I'm going down this road and blocking all that noise is extremely difficult. 
I think a lot of people get too caught up with what other people think. Yes. And I just, agree. That, just that mental fortitude to be like, no, this is what I'm doing. Nope. This is how I'm doing it. You can either be on yeah. board or you're not going to be around. It's simple. And to have that wherewithal is extremely difficult for a lot of people. It's so true, Doc. And that's a great point. And I can relate when COVID hit, when things were going sour for me. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to start a podcast in, in a very large niche because entrepreneurship is a pretty broad niche to penetrate for someone new. And there was a lot of, especially experts are saying, no, you got to go micro, micro, micro niche. You got to go really in there to get anywhere nowadays. It's just really noisy. And that's the same thing I did. No, I got to, I know it. I just, I know this is going to work. I know this is going to work. And I'm super grateful that I did. And I can already tell just based on this beginning of the conversation, you have the ability to be genuine, which yeah, is an you. issue that I see with a lot of other podcasts. It's either scripted. Mm. There's no free flow of conversation. <clears throat> and when you're talking with anybody, even off screen, whatever, it's that type of conversation that people want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's probably our secret sauce, if you may say, is that we just, we just become real with people. We're just chatting. There's no script. It's like we met old friends for coffee, chit-chatting and see how we can add value. And if there might not be a lot of stuff that comes out of it, but when it does come out, it definitely helps people and I hear about it, right? So I agree with that, Doc. And authentic is the way to go. And the way you can do this is that the really good thing about it is when you go other places and you meet other people when you're not on camera and you're the same thing, it's you don't have to play anybody, right? You just play yourself. You're just real. And it's just so much more easier, man. It's just simplifies um, things. Man, and I got to tell you, that has been... A big game changer for me is just staying true to myself and not having to yeah. front or anything. I've been yeah. invited to a couple like private clubs to networking and all this other stuff. And everybody's trying to play a position game and it's mm. not genuine Yeah, and I can't yeah. be a part of it. I hate it. Yeah. Same here. I agree. I agree. And, uh, and it feels like when it's getting more and more noisy out there, People are trying to play that part even more, but they don't realize they're pushing themselves back. They're not coming into their true self and it actually hinders their growth. I definitely think so. And I think those are the kind of people that get hooked up with the wrong kind of people. Yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. very fortunate. And I'm sure you've experienced this, like getting to meet yeah. some of my clients. And the reason why I get to do some crazy things is because they like me, I like them. We become friends and yeah. we're both yeah. trustworthy. And it's nothing more than just friendship. I'm not trying to take advantage. I'm not trying to sell. No. I'm not trying to get in with their friends. Yeah. No, man, I'm just happy being friends with you. That's good enough for me. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. And those are the yeah, situations where once you're trusted, like one of my pro athlete clients, Matt Frazier, five time CrossFit Games champ, guy's a monster and became friends with him like about two years before I made his dining table up in Vermont. And he was the one who introduced me to one of the owners of Black Rifle. Not because I asked for it. Not because I was like, hey man, connect me with your friends. I was like, no, I just anytime I was out in Tennessee at the time when they were living out there, 
I just stopped by and we'd have dinner or just hang out for an hour. All right, man, we'll see you guys. And when they moved to Vermont, he was like, hey, man, I want a dining table. Cool, yeah. man, I got you. That's so the true. genuineness of that rather than playing yeah. a game. And I think that's lost yeah. on a lot of people who want to see success quickly. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, Doc. You'll get out of nowhere, like months later, even a year later, you say, hey, you're still, uh, you're etched in my mind. And I just thought of you when someone needed business funding and I thought of you, can you help them out? You know, like random things, just, just comment and you say, oh, cool. Okay. No problem. But I, I can completely relate to what you're saying. And the best relationship, relationships I've built is on that, sh on the show. And many of them in real format like this, just recording, chit-chatting. And then after that, we just chit-chatted, meet it up. There's business opportunities there, here. It's just, it's phenomenal. I love the fact that we live in this day of age that you can be this way. Because back yeah. in the day, it was really the way to be. You had to play a part. If you didn't, you'd be kicked out really quick. Man, I can't even fathom how many cool people you get to talk to. Oh, it's really, I'm blessed. That's awesome. Definitely. Good for you. Yeah, that Good for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Same for you. I'm a pleasure to meet you. I'm grateful to meet you. Any way I can help or anything that you're launching, you want to do an Instagram live about something, let me know, Doc. And it was a pleasure talking to you today and uh, wishing you all the success, the growth, especially to pour in some unique ideas, some amazing ideas. I'm going to follow your page. If I see something, I'm going to share it as well. I'm going to love to see some of your work, actually, Instagram page. I'm going, to, I'm going to look you up and follow you, and we'll see where that goes. And if I can be, like I said, any help, let me know. I appreciate that, Sidi. Thank you, sir. No problem. Thank you, Doc. And audience, thank you once again for joining us. It's been great chatting with Doc here. His information will be in the show notes. Check out his website. Check out the work he has done, his Instagram page. If you have some unique idea and you want to create something, He's your guy. Like you can see that the passion that he has, like you can, you'll know, you just know, like I mentioned this a lot. Sometimes we feel like the communication, the words we share with each other are the actual communication, but it's that vibration. It's the vibration that we, as the true communication happens through vibrations. And you can tell just by listening to doc in the video and or in the audio, or if you're on YouTube, if you're watching it, you can just sense the trueness, right? You sense the genuineness, this, the vibration, even though you might be so far away from each other and you can still sense it. So when you sense something like that, you know you're doing business with a good person and you got to give business to people like that. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate all of you. And Doc, thank you so much. No, thank you, sir. I appreciate it.